0: As a woman, be your wildest self. I reveal your fullest intensity. At any moment, don't hold back. Don't yeah. hold back. Yeah. Because the right man will come. It, it's the energy you put into the universe. And as a man as well, don't hold back. Be you, be fierce, be intense. And if someone finds that weird or strange, fuck him, fuck him.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Deeper Podcast, a podcast for all of you who want more, more out of yourself, your relationships, your intimacy, and life. My name is Sofia Zefina and I'm here to bring you deeper. I'm a sex, life, and relating coach, and I'm fascinated by all things masculine and feminine and bringing the two back together, helping people connect on a deep and real level so we can show up for each other, partner with each other in our healing, and call each other back into our power. A very important part of that for me is honoring both sides, the masculine and the feminine, creating more understanding, more compassion and respect for each unique experience. And so in this series, I'm speaking specifically to men to honor them, to hear their perspective and how they go through relating the feminine life. Because so often we have demonized and devalued men in their experiences, needs and struggles. And I want to change that. So I hereby welcome you to my Deeper Into Him podcast series. And in this episode, I speak with men's coach Lauren Crenn, and whoa, do you not want to miss this one? Maybe you've seen me share his amazing writing in my stories, but this man gets women. It will come as no surprise that his mission in life is to educate men on the ways of the feminine. And man, does he do that in such a powerful, real, and sexy way. And I really, really appreciate his groundedness and his fire. So as you can imagine, our talk is raw, it's personal, it's vulnerable, it's intense. And I cannot wait to share this magic with you. And for especially this episode, make sure you listen to the whole thing because there is gold again at every minute. Enjoy my loves. And before we get started for all these conversations, I want to give a bit of a disclaimer because I realize that this conversation about men and women, masculine and feminine, can sound both heteronormative and gendered. Bear with me. Masculine-feminine dynamics play it out in every relationship. So when we speak about men towards women, I hope you can hear it as being the partner who is more in their masculine and the partner who is more in their feminine. And this very often has little to do with gender. In addition to that, I do want to acknowledge that men and women have completely different societal expectations in the world and because of that, different lenses. For instance, we tell men they should man up and women they should smile more. In that sense, some of this might be gendered, but I hope for people outside of that binary perspective that they might still feel some truth in any of these stories. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Deeper Podcast, Conversations with Men. And today I'm joined by none other than Lauren Cren, and he's a writer, a poet, and an expert on masculine feminine. And in his own words, he helps men understand women better. And if you haven't checked out his Instagram, definitely head on over there right after this podcast because. His writing is absolutely incredible, so powerful, and honestly incredibly sexy. Uh, he's been a daily inspiration for me and many, many others. I see his work in everybody's stories. And I'm so glad I discovered this man. And I'm so, so honored to have this conversation with him today. So, Lauren, welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to be here. Thank you, you. I'm
0: glad, I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, for people who don't know who you are, do you want to just share a little bit about you, your story? Uh, what you do in the world.
0: Yeah, so um, like you basically said, I help men understand women better. So I'm coaching mostly men throughout the globe training them to become the leaders and warriors they're destined to be. And especially with around the context of intimate relationships, masculine, feminine dynamics. I hate to see that there are men out there not having sex in their relationship, experiencing shallow intimacy, and I'm here to help them. And I'm going to be very, and I don't want, I don't want to make this sound like I'm arrogant or full of myself, but Give me a man who is hungry. And after three months, he has the best sex in the world. Mm. His relationship is in order. He's fully in his masculine and enjoying it. So that's one part of what I do. I also coach women occasionally around finding that balance between kicking ass and surrendering and stepping into the soft feminine and going into the flow. And next to that, I write day and nights, day and night about the feminine, yeah. and about about intimate relationships. So yeah, that's basically what I do.
1: Yeah. So what's your own what's your own story with the feminine? Like, how did you mm. come to be the man that you are now?
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because my story started like when my father died. I was 15 years old. He died of cancer. It was a very traumatic experience. But also there is a lot of sweetness in that pain that happened and followed. Mm. And I kind of started listening to spiritual gurus and to spiritual masters. And I became this, I became this feminized spiritual Mm. softy, like hiding behind spirituality, thinking I'm cool when I meditate, having anger issues, Mm. being numbed out and when I came across men's work, which was a couple of years ago, I started to realize that, there, that I needed a different context around spirituality. And the interesting thing is, and I like to describe this in stages, when I say what the awakened masculine is. So the first stage is the kind of asshole state, stage. You're kind of a huge asshole, and this is just who you are. Then the second stage is being a spiritual, softy, bypasser, and just acting like you know about the feminine, acting like you are acting, just acting as if. And then there is the awakened masculine. And this is kind of the spiritual gangster. Mm. So, this is the guy that is able to lead. This is the guy that is able to penetrate the feminine with his fierce cock consciousness and heart consciousness. But at the same time, there is a softness there, there is a willingness to feel one's emotion. And men's work gave me that context. And this is kind of a broad understanding of or explanation of how this all happened to me.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I notice I'm really like I really recognize the the, um, the spiritual light masculine and it not working out. And it gives you anger issues. And I see that especially in the conscious community, like you see and then the tantric community you see this so often, these men that are it's coming from really wanting to do it very well, but that are like, they're bypassing their own darkness so much. And they often like they, they collapse and something implodes or explodes. at some some part. What I'm curious about is like what's your perspective on this? Like, why do you think the feminine doesn't like this spiritual light masculine?
0: Hmm. Because it's not real. It's yeah. not real. It's a lie. And it actually pisses me off mm-hmm. when I see guys on social media. And well, I do have to say I have a trigger around this too, because I used to be like that exact, exact yeah. same way. So when you are expressing yourself as this kind of perfect man who always does the right thing, never collapses, yeah. it's it's giving to a lot of women. I, I wouldn't say to a highly awakened woman, but it's it's setting this example that, there are men out there like this, this hero, this kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save you, you're my princess, I'm gonna save you, and I'm the perfect man. And in essence, it's not true because we do fuck up, we do make mistakes. And it's really important that each man connects with the wild, gritty, and dark masculine within him. Mm-hmm. So, for example, just an example. Mm-hmm. You can be in the bedroom with a woman. What is dark masculine energy? Yeah. Dark masculine energy would be you say to a woman, if you are in need or if you want to experience intimacy, instead of, instead of just hoping for it to happen or kind of saying in a very light and gentle way, hey, baby, I would love to have sex with you, which is super not attractive. You can say something mm. such as, hey, why don't you come over here and sit next to me and give me some attention? And you say this from your cock. And yes. what happens is, as you know, as many women know, it creates this intense attraction and dynamic.
1: Yeah. So what is, I love what you're speaking into here. So when it comes from a neediness, it's like an anti-attraction, right? Like if there's like, Oh, oh could, could we maybe be intimate tonight? Cause I really miss it. Like that feels needy. That's not attractive. Um, then there is what you speak about. And then there's the other extreme of it being a demand and it not being free to say no to, right? Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Like, I like talking about these extremes because if we talk about healthy masculine, it's nice to know what, the, what, what it's not so that you can feel what it is. So can you describe a little bit more like, like that what you just said this, like this energy coming from your cock from like, why don't you come over here? How yeah. is that different from like, maybe the asshole first stage guy? Yeah. That is like, <laughs> I come love here this. and suck my cock, right? Like there, yeah. what's the difference there?
0: <laughs> so yeah, like the asshole would say, come here and suck my cock and yeah. it's, but at least it's honest, you know what I mean? It's right? it's completely toxic, but it's honest. Yes. The second stage would be kind of like, I'm different than the assholes yeah. and, but I still want that you suck my cock, right? Mm-hmm. And the third stage is really just I want that. I would love to experience that. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. you to suck my cock in order to feel great about myself. And it's 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 also it. There, the difference is, it doesn't come from neediness, yeah. like you said before. And when it doesn't come from neediness, it's this beautiful sacred leadership Mm. and I've never experienced never in my life that it does not land with a woman and none of my clients has experienced that because it's not needy it comes from the deepest essence of a man
1: yes so this is a topic that's been coming up from a lot of uh, my clients and my groups last week so I'm actually curious what your perspective is on this um I see a lot of dynamics where the men want to have more sex than the women. And it's really painful for them. It's so painful that it isn't happening as often as they want it. And it's such a hard thing to not receive when you want it. And it's not just coming from like a horniness, like I want it, I want it, I want it. It's like, it's truly painful then from that energy still inviting your woman into intimacy there is almost a neediness in there because there's a there's such a deep longing and deep missing and deep disappointment maybe that it hasn't been happening so in a situation like that how do you come from a place that it that it's actually coming from Yes, I'd love it if you would suck my cock, but If you did, and it's okay, I don't <laughs> need it from you. because maybe it isn't totally okay, right? So, I do you understand what my question is? Yeah, yeah,
0: I do. Um, how do you come from that space? It's yeah. really important to understand that you, as the masculine, create the sacred environment and the container for the feminine to blossom. So, yes. if you want the feminine being to blossom, to 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 be get wild to express her wild feminine side, yeah, or even I would say conscious inner slut. And I say this from mm. my deepest integrity and respect as a man, everyone can feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to create the environment, and that yeah. takes work. Yeah. You can't expect that. You have all these shadows, you have all this trauma, and then you go into a relationship and you this is kind of inner this little boy energy. But uh, but I want it, I want it, it's so important, I want yeah, it's not important. What's important is that you train yourself, Mm -hmm. you you lean into the resistance, you don't collapse when she doesn't want to have sex. You stay calm, you stay and here's the thing: here's a game changer. Here is a game and I really advise men to not use this as a manipulative strategy, but it's so powerful. It works every time. So let's say you want to get sexual right now. You're really horny as a man. And she's like, absolutely not into it. She's like, fuck that. I'm not into it. Yeah. So what you do is simply you say, all right, you breathe deeply and you kind of just go on with your day. You stay calm. You stay centered. And what will happen automatically is she will start to get wet after some time. Why? Because you're staying calm. You're not collapsing. So this was a kind of, let's say test. And, and you understood the test. She's like, Whoa, what the fuck is going on here? He's just okay with it. He's not complaining. He's not projecting. He's just all right. I'm not a slave of my sexual, sexual urges. And here's the game changer. If you're no longer, a slave to your sexual urges and your mission becomes your number one priority yeah. which means when a woman would say to me Lorraine, i don't want to have sex for the next three months well i might be like why the fuck but at the same time my mission is more important you know Oof. so it's all right but then it's not gonna stay three months you know what i mean because yeah. the feminine feels safe then because it's mm-hmm. not a kind of, I need to have sex in order to feel better about myself. But it comes from an energy of, yeah, all right, whatever. Whenever you invite me. Yeah. So you allow the feminine to invite you. And I would go even as far, and this is a kind of very advanced teaching around this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you don't engage sexually with a woman unless she invites you.
1: Oof. But you have
0: to become very powerful and skilled to understand what her invitations are. Sometimes it's so subtle. Sometimes it's just going through her hair. And it's, 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 it's this beautiful balance between understanding when to penetrate her and when to kind of consciously retreat.
1: Mm, so much beauty in this. Oof! I recognize this very much because I... I also teach my clients that, you know, the feminine is yes, no, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> so if a man is like trying to initiate sex, she actually doesn't know what the answer is. She doesn't know I if she really wants it. that or not. She doesn't know. There's a it. part of her body that might say yes, a part of her that says, no, I have no time. Like it's one big confusing mess. So as the masculine, it's not about convincing her into sex. It's about holding the position of like, hey, baby, I'd love to. Like tonight, that would be amazing. You now can step into that space. Because there's also something, I think, in the feminine that she's often been kind of forced or obligated into something. So she needs to actually feel that she can say yes and, and take the step into it. So it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, here's the space, here's the container if you want to step into it, and I'm in it, I'm here. And now you step into it. And then it's exactly what you're saying, to be super aware of when she's actually doing that, because it's, it's not the way a man does that.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, mm. it, it goes as far as let's say you, let's say you think she wants it and yeah. she doesn't, this can happen of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then you simply ask totally relaxed and say, Hey, am I going too far right now? I want to yeah. honor the sacred space. I want that you feel truly safe right now. Yeah. You just look into her eyes, strong gaze, structure, deep breath and you simply ask may I go further here and it's it's like it's like a nuclear explosion in the feminine in her body it's like wait a second he's stopping to feel my heart he's stopping to he actually gives a fuck
1: yeah
0: he's actually the leader of the sacred space and he makes sure he does not enter me if I'm not fully open in this very moment and the truth is this: when you express that kind of masculine energy and every man has that wild, gritty, powerful conscious access within, there is never gonna be a problem. You can have as much sex as you want. you are gonna have to say no to the feminine it's gonna it's gonna be the it's gonna it's gonna be the other way around you're gonna be like, "Hey, babe." I love to have sex with you, but I have to return to my mission because if we fuck 10 hours each day, I'm not going to get things done. Yeah, And she's going to be like, just waiting, waiting, waiting. But it's not a needy waiting. It's not a kind of, oh, she's a bitch or a slut. Not at all. It's the beauty, the, the beauty you initiated because she feels safe with every fiber in her body. Yes. Yes. Oof my man
1: (laughs) sometimes these conversations are like for me i get very in my phone i'm like oh this is beautiful (laughs) oh my god yes so yeah but one last thing i wanted to say about that is that i've noticed in my own relationship is that the more he's so okay with my no and the more i feel how he how okay he is with my no and with my not tonight's the more i say yes he because i know like he's a very truly okay man. yeah he's truly okay with my no if i say i have no idea why but i would say like pussy says no and mm. he's totally okay And he doesn't go into his little boy and he might be disappointed but he doesn't project it on me he's owning it i don't have to caretake him i don't have to to to, to mommy him the more i'm able to say yes the more i actually feel like even when i say yes i can always say no when i don't want it anymore I can flow with my yes, no, no. And so I feel much more safe and invited to just explore what my, how long this yes might last or what's in this yes.
0: I so, already love him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. <laughs> um, I think my curiosity is then like this mission that you're talking about and, and also like very much from the David Data um, uh, corner, like, yes, I get it. And as the feminine, I know I've received the mission often as a way to not commit to me as a way to run away from any kind of connection or responsibility. Mm. So this might be a bit in the asshole category, but uh, I think a lot of men can use this kind of thinking as, but babe, I need to focus on my mission and my relationship is is just a small part of that. But you have to support me in me following my mission. Mm. So um I think it's also a bit of the lone wolf and like the freedom fighter. and like, I have to do it by myself. And I'm, I'm curious on your perspective like that from actually like, how does the feminine support that? And how can he do that in a way that still honors the feminine in his
0: life? This is a very beautiful question and it's very deep also because it's true. There is, there's two sides to everything, right? Yeah. It's you're either leaving your mission and honoring the relationship in the container or you are hiding behind your mission and you're like, yes. it's all about my mission, babe, I can't do anything, I can't show up, I can't be right. with you. No, it's my mission, my mission, I got to check my phone. It's yes. really about creating priorities. So you have to be very sharp and clear If you are in a relationship, if you are in a sacred container, then you have to take time and you also have to prioritize your woman. This is not an excuse to not give a single fuck about anyone. It's just my mission. It's really, it's this beautiful balance between, okay, babe, I'm going to work on my mission for a couple of, let's say three, four hours. And when I return, it might be in the evening and we're just going to have a couple of hours together but I'm going to be all yours. I'm going to be fully there for you. So what you do is I like to use this intense metaphors. I'm an intense guy, as you probably already guessed. You go into the house or whatever. you meet her, you take your phone, you throw it out of the fucking window. You you do some pranayama exercises, maybe before you meet her, you get really, really deep. You drop in and then you spend, you dedicate this one or even just half an hour. this half an hour, you are as present as if your life depends on it. It's almost like afterwards, you're going to get killed. Someone is going to stab you afterwards, or you're about to ride into battle. And this is the last moment. And when you come from that space, she's going to choose you over any man who could spend much more time with her. But when you dedicate the time and you're fully present, it's all about quality, right? It's all about quality.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's really the intentional space. It's, it's even if it's half an hour, I choose to be there. And if you yeah. commit into a relationship as a man, like I think something in how I can hear men speak of like, sometimes it's like, oh, but she wants me to spend time with her. And I don't have time for that. And she's needy. I'm not saying that there is a needy energy there, but what I sometimes miss in, in how a lot of men speak is this owning your decisions Like you were choosing to be in a relationship. So honor that commitment.
0: I love that. It's either you are not in a relationship and you're fully dedicated to your mission, but you can't have both. And a lot of men want both because it's very convenient. So they kind of want the relationship because they want the sex, they want the intimacy, but they're also fully dedicated to their mission. So it's this kind of in between, which is not a state of integrity. If you are truly in integrity, you have to own your choices like you just stated so eloquently.
1: Yeah. I want to shift gears a little bit because I just read your last post or one of your last posts. I think it was, she gets dripping wet when you open your heart in an argument when faced with a challenge or when she tests you.
0: Mm.
1: And I want to preface this right away that there are of course versions of femininity that's, that are toxic. And when we unleash the full hurricane or when we are in, a, in an abusive language or, or something like that, or a violent language. Um, but how does a man practice this when a woman I don't know is very upset with you and is is, is showing that and has all this energy and is maybe blaming you, uh, is maybe attacking you because she's hurt? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, as a man, go into your heart when somebody's actually attacking you and it's this woman that you love and that you care about what she thinks about you?
0: We have to differentiate between a woman testing you, a woman calling out the king in you, or a woman just being very traumatized and projecting her shit on you. So if that happens, you have to be very keen with your intuition as a man. You have to train your intuition sharply. And the thing is this, if you realize she's simply totally projecting on you kind of needy energy, Mm -hmm. what, what you then say is very simple, no need to collapse, no need to lash out, but just stand in your structure and simply say, I don't choose to argue at that level. I don't choose to allow that into my space. We can talk about anything, but this is below the belt. This yes. is a, this is, we can't negotiate this because this is not a place where I go to. Mm. very fierce but loving very fierce but loving and now if it's testing which is which it is 99% of the time yeah
1: um
0: and testing can also be blaming in some way it's not yeah. always it's, it's not always easy to find <laughs> to find the difference um but if it's testing this is your spiritual warriorship training this is the place where you can truly show whether your meditations make any sense and are working, whether your inner growth work truly is working. Because it's, this is the battlefield, this is the dojo, this is the arena. She's kind of throwing dishes at you, I hope not, or blaming you or, or just expressing all these feminine heats. And you are able to at least stay in your heart. And now what's important, there is this idealized version of this, that Mm -hmm. you're completely perfect. Mm -hmm. No, you're going to collapse to some degree. You're going to be like, what the fuck? I mean, you're going to feel constrained, but that's the beauty. It's not about not feeling pain. Mm -hmm. It's about feeling the pain and simultaneously remaining aware of your heart. So now, what happens is she feels that you are almost like on the battlefield fighting with your sword. It's bloody, it's gritty, it's intense. But at the same time, you feel your heart. And she is still safe, even though it's such an in- intensity. It's almost like everything is going to break apart and she is tearing apart everything. But still, there is a last man standing. There's a last man standing and that's you, the masculine, the man. Yes. And this is incredible. I mean, all your warriors are being taken down by her and your naked heart is exposed and you're just standing there and you're like, okay, I either gonna, I'm either going to shit my pants right now or I'm going to become the most powerful man alive.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: the choice that we shall all make. Oh,
1: ah, I feel that. So what's the difference then between because I think a lot of men struggle with this they want to be the rock to their feminine, and in their rock they 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 disengage with themselves because when they have feelings and they have stuff coming up and they have insecurities and they have triggers and they have this how can you be a rock at the same time if you're shaking, how can you be a rock to her and so I hear a lot of men that are on the that are in this process of awakening their masculine or, or upleveling their masculine, they get really like tripped up about this, like, like how can I be a rock when I'm shaking? I don't want to burden her with it. Like, doesn't that change the polarity? So I think maybe my question is more simple than that. Like, what's the masculine way of doing vulnerability? Maybe it's actually that.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, beautiful. I love all your questions. And the masculine way of doing vulnerability is very simple. First of all, before you can practice vulnerability, you have to um, process your tensions. So, um, well, it depends. Let's say there are two kinds of men. One man is emotionally numbed out and completely disconnected. He might just express himself because he has anyway such difficulties to express himself. He might just be vulnerable at any point where he can because he isn't in general. Mm-hmm. But then there is the other man who is highly feminized. Mm-hmm. He's so vulnerable. He's so emotional, so sensitive, which are all beautiful traits in balance and if they're integrated. Now, this man cannot just be vulnerable all the time. A lot of men use vulnerability these days to come across as awakened men. But it sounds like this oh my God, baby, I'm in such pain. Oh. <laughs> this is called <laughs> whining bullshit. I mean, what? This is not vulnerability. I mean, what the fuck is this? You're not a baby and yeah. she's your mommy. This yeah. is like the kind of, I want to be treated. I, I I want to be nurtured from my mother kind of energy. Yeah. So it's really, really important that, um, that it comes from an absolutely different place. And yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause it, like, um, men and women talk to me, that's like when a man does become vulnerable, it's all of a sudden not attractive to the woman anymore. Mm. Um, and I like to challenge that because I think when a man becomes vulnerable from the little boy, it's not attractive because the polarity yeah. dies. And it doesn't mean that it isn't welcome. Like also my relationship, it's not that it's not welcome. But yes, of course it kills the sexual chemistry because he's in a little boy part. Again, if he owns it, I'm okay with it. He needs yeah. to own, he needs to own that he's triggered in his little boy and that shit's coming up then I'm okay with it. When the vulnerability comes from the man, it's actually very attractive.
0: It is. It is. And And I can't
1: tell you what the switch exactly is, but there is, I I try to train my guys also in that like, there is a vulnerability that comes from a needy little boy. Like I didn't get a cookie and now I'm upset. (laughs) And there's a vulnerability that is a, that is a man, a warrior that just says I'm afraid and I'm about to go into the battlefield and I'm
0: afraid. Yeah. And this is it. It's, it's what you said. It's owning that. And it's, it's really not easy. It's really not easy to find the balance, but it's, it's really, it's like what I said before, it's, you are able, and I forgot to mention something there. Mm -hmm. Thank you for reminding me. So the guy who is numbed out, he simply should be vulnerable as much as he can. But the guy who is already very highly emotional, he needs to first sit with his trigger, sit with his fear process his tension to the highest degree to the highest to almost to an impeccable level and if then he is still afraid and it's still there then he can express that vulnerably and and but then he also simultaneously owns it right he owns it because he has sat with it he has journaled with it he has went with this to his mentor or whatever to his men's group And then vulnerability is amazing. But again, another practical example I might give. So let's say often what happens is when a, when a man who is just on the path gets into the bedroom with a highly awakened woman is that she starts to soften him. But the softening part is so immensely intense that he is completely losing his cock energy. It's like, he thinks I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna be a real, real man, whatever he thinks, I don't know. And, then suddenly it's like, wow, all that feminine energy just washes over him. Mm. And she, he's, like, he's like a child bathing in the, in the ocean. So now it's totally normal that this happens. And it's important to surrender and be very vulnerable about this. You can't fake your way into this. But now here's the key. You're vulnerable, you're surrendering, and she's softening your edges but at a certain point, there is this switch, which you just mentioned, which is like, okay, I'm vulnerable, I'm feeling this fear, but I'm going to do it anyway. And this is just an example in the bedroom, then you kind of more express your conscious dominance, you start to penetrate her more. But this is in this is everywhere. This is in a conversation. This is in every situation. I hope that's very applicable. That's that's understandable what I just mentioned or explained.
1: Yeah, I, I saw you write about this in the post as well, that like they the penetration isn't just about sex it's about an energy that you have around her like i love this about conscious men like they can penetrate you with their gaze and it's yeah. it's it's almost better than sex like when a man is truly with you and it's like this unwavering presence like whew, i think the the feminine just wants to be experienced she wants to be felt she wants to be seen she wants to see you seeing her she wants to be mirrored back and to have that Like that penetrative gaze it's so much more than just inside of the bedroom and and that's like i i think if there's something i want the whole world to know about tantra and or about conscious consciousness or whatever this this kind of work is that sex isn't just like when you get into the bedroom and then all of a sudden when the clothes come off we we wake up our sexual animals and then we do it it's it's everywhere it's everywhere. and That everywhere. penetration is everywhere. And it's the way you talk to her when she shares something. It's the way you greet her when she comes home. Like that penetration is everywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's, this is also what you mentioned is beautiful because when you start penetrating her everywhere, restaurant, wherever you are with your energy, then you will never have to worry about getting physical again but the problem is men emphasize getting physical maybe even women as well too much yeah. it's it's this sacred dance and to be totally honest when you are able to be in this sacred dance then you also no longer i think you can you can agree with me here is you of course you want to get physical we all love it but it's no longer absolutely necessary and i'm going to be honest here just being in that sacred dance between energies is better than any fucking superficial sex in the entire universe amen it's a million times better a million yeah. times
1: yeah cuz it actually it nourishes your soul it, it nourishes your being and not a physical reflex i have another curiosity for you and that is like how do we call men into their power and i've asked this question to several people and then some say no that he can only do that with other men Um, But I know that I feel much more feminine because of a certain man around me. So when I have a masculine presence around me, I can actually drop deeper into my feminine. So I'm wondering if the same is possible for a man. Like, can I, because of my feminine presence, call him deeper into his masculine? And I think related to that is I respect so much that the masculine self-directed. So if I say you should do I I don't know, this online course, he doesn't want to do it. But if I just say, hey, by the way, this friend of mine did this online course and he loved it, that he might go check it out and he has to walk through the door himself and it, it needs to be his own decision and his own direction. But from the feminine, how can we support our men in their journeys and what's actually what doesn't work? Hmm.
0: So what doesn't work is telling a man what he has to do. That is like the worst place to be in because – it's like an intimacy blockage immediately Mm -hmm. or it's it it, it interrupts the dance immediately because it kind of castrates the man from being a leader and from stepping up as a leader. So it's what you mentioned, I think before, it's about inviting. It's all about invitation. Now, how does invitation work? I mean, you know, best, every woman knows best you got to just trust your intuition and just to give some, practical examples here how you can invite a man there are many ways i personally love fierce and very intense ways and it it can even be as as brutal as giving him a slap and just saying i am not feeling you but i want to feel you i love to feel you i want to feel you this this like not from a place of fuck you i'm not feeling you but this kind of i want to feel you where is my man where is my lion or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So this longing, just the showing him, revealing to him that longing. And um, another, another way, like the worst way is to tell him, please do this coaching or please read this book, please do this, please do that. It's actually quite difficult. He has to have that hunger and that willingness to grow. I would say to every woman listening here right now, if your man is not initiating anything, if your man is not using any moment to step up and he also does not want to grow, it might be wisest to leave him. Why? Because if you leave him, he has is another invitation yes. <laughs> to step up as a leader. And I know this sounds brutal, like brutal, like, whoa, and what kind of world are we living in then? But this is what we need. We need things to be very clear. We can't be in this kind of, in between bullshit all the time
1: yeah so what do we do like when a man closes down and i i feel really compassionate towards this because i don't think we speak enough about that sometimes men need to close down and that when they close down there's a really good reason um again we speak about that as some kind of nuisance when actually like i want to honor men in this that when you're closing down there's a very good reason what what would be supportive from the feminine? If you notice that you can't feel him and he's starting to shut down and he's starting to just not communicate anymore and you see he's a bit annoyed and he's like, you can't feel him at all. I heard the smacking. <laughs> but if we don't want to slap our guys just yet, like what <laughs> what what's needed in that space? When a guy starts shutting down, like from the masculine, like what's actually needed there?
0: What's needed is that not he, the least thing he wants right now is more of your heat and, yeah. and more of, Oh, I'm not feeling you. I'm not this and that. It will just make him shut down more. Mm-hmm. What he needs in this moment is simply to be understood. He needs to be understood as a warrior and as a man doing the work. So mm-hmm. if you simply say to him, Hey, I'm, I'm seeing that this is a challenging situation for you. And I'm, I'm, I, I know how powerful you are. You're going to get through this. And I have absolutely, I trust you fully in this. And and to be honest, I'm really looking forward to when you return because I'm so fucking horny. I mean, this is again, just very intense, but you don't have to say that yeah. this is my, this is what I kind of personally love, but, um, simply really understanding him from a compassionate heart and really, and really understanding, okay, my man is, is shutting down right now, but, but this doesn't mean that he's shut down all the time. He's trying, he's giving his yes. best and and honoring that he's giving his best on the path and this kind of honoring and acknowledging mm-hmm. will make him i mean maybe even tear up and now the beauty in that is this he might even start crying and start expressing himself and that's beautiful because even though based on all what i said right now some people would now maybe say okay but crying in the lap of a woman and she's holding space for you i mean that's not what you mentioned well it's not what i said that's true but still if it's if it's coming from this deep place of he's giving his best but right now he's just defeated yes. and holding space for a defeated man and saying hey rise warrior rise and it it will give him something that no one might've given him before. And the kind of, I would say the wounded feminine is then like projecting on him and and being so angry at him and, and being like in a kind of victim mentality, which is like, okay, you were shutting down. It's all you, your heart needs to be open. You have to be the perfect man and the princess. But, but there is no princess. Uh, There is no prince and perfect man. And every man who expresses like the perfect prince is a fucking liar. It's the truth. Lying. It's not the truth. I am here and I'm going to drop something into the space. At the beginning of this episode, if you listen very carefully, I was nervous. And the way I expressed myself wasn't in my highest depth. Just listen back to the beginning and compare it to how it shifted later. This is part of it. I'm not perfect. I collapse as well. I have my fair share of fucking shadows and I own it. It's there.
1: That's the thing. It's about owning it. You don't have to be perfect. I don't think that that's what the feminine actually wants from the masculine. It's not a perfect man that always stays stable and grounded. And it's actually saying, I'm very nervous. I'm insecure or, you know, I don't really know what to do right now, but I'm here. I choose to be here. I'm here. That's the masculine. And it's, it's not about always knowing what to do or having your shit together.
0: Yeah, and it's also really important that these teachings don't become dogmas. For instance, as probably everyone guessed, I love to talk. I love expressing myself. Now, part of the teachings say a man has to talk less than a woman for her to feel safe. And it's really, really important to understand that this has nothing to do with an embodied teaching. That's just a theory. You can not talk, but be totally shut down and it's not going to create any intimacy. So you have to find your Way in that, yeah, your I, authentic masculinity.
1: Yeah, I also I usually tell people like, going into your masculinity as a man and your femininity as a woman, assuming that that's your essence, you'll know when it's you're in there because it will feel expansive. It'll feel like coming home. It'll feel like almost a remembrance, like. Oh, yeah, here's the warrior. Oh, oh yeah, here's mm-hmm. the king. If it doesn't feel like that, even when David Data tells you that's how it should be, if it doesn't yeah. feel expansive, it's not your masculinity.
0: Oh, Amen. That's fucking it.
1: It needs to feel like. And the same for women connected to their femininity. If the wild primal feminine doesn't make you go, oh, finally then maybe that's not your flavor. That's, you can explore her, but you don't have to force yourself into that because it's not expansive. And that's how you can find the compass of what your brand of masculinity or femininity is. It needs to feel like a coming home because that's actually what you're doing. And if it's restrictive or if it's any of that, then it's not your thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's exactly it. The key word here is embodiment. Yeah. And this is an ongoing journey. I mean, a lot of people tell me that I'm a master based on what I write, but I'm not a master because I don't embody all that I write. I do embody to a certain degree, but the journey never ends. It's easier to write, to express, yes, I have a clear channel about these things, but I'm not always embodying them. That's my work. That's the work behind the scenes. Really practicing that. And this is also what I what I really want to emphasize is everyone listening here, it's about doing the actual work. You can read as much as you said about data and it's beautiful, but it. (laughs) just to share something. And when I read data first and I tried to bring all these teachings into my past relationship, it was a total fuck up because I was like, gazing into her eyes, but not being present, being totally trapped in my mind. I was trying all these things, right? And she was like, Lorin, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? You're so fucking fake. And I was devastated. I was like, why is this shit not working? And that's fine. It's part of the journey. It's just practice, 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 and the embodiment follows. And then that's where the juiciness comes from.
1: Yeah. I also think of self-development, there's not, you never graduate. Like it's never finished. It's not like all of a sudden you are an awakened man. Here's your like diploma. Like that's not what happens. It's, you are always continuing to develop and you will always have days where it doesn't work. And it's not about getting to some perfect level. It's more about showing up what's, what's there. Like one week it might be this and the next week it might be something completely different and just showing up almost like you're showing up for the feminine just showing up like okay what yeah. storm is there today what storm is there today okay
0: the okay. school of the feminine like you so beautifully said is you can never graduate from it because you can be the most embodied and powerful man in the universe but you will you will wake up one day and be like fuck why is she triggering me so much right now what's going <laughs> on here and because she's always adapting to your to your testing uh, she's always adapting and and if she is highly awakened, she's always, her testing starts to change. I mean, data talks about this, but it's really the truth. At least I've experienced it practically. It's the more powerful you become, the more powerful and the more subtle the dance becomes. So the beauty in this is, that's why I said, if you want to become enlightened, then let an awakens, awakened woman's heart be your oracle. Because it's like this, you are crushing it. Maybe you're talking in front of a stage of 2000 people. Everyone is like, you are the best. You come home and the first dish is being thrown at you. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm the best man in the world. What the fuck is going on here? And she's like, no, you weren't. You know why? Because you didn't feel it to my heart this morning. You were so full of yourself and being such an amazing awakened man. You weren't embodying it this morning. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, she's actually right. And you're like, baby, I love you so much. You sit down, you get complete. It's this sacred humility. And you're like, okay, hmm. I think I'm the best. I'm so full of myself. But I just realized that I completely fucked up this morning, which is fine. No blaming, no shaming. But just like saying, all right, this is my enlightenment process. If I want to become enlightened, then I shall continue my journey.
1: So can you speak and i know you you have been hinting at it but i want to make it really clear like what what is it that the feminine gets frustrated or annoyed or gets like agitated like i know, i can I, i'm thinking about how a lot of men speak to me about this they're like i come home and she's just annoyed and i didn't do anything wrong and like i was a great guy today and she like needs attention and she's just creating drama what is actually happening in the feminine when she starts getting agitated over, I don't know that you didn't take out the trash. Like what's actually happening there.
0: What's happening there is she doesn't give a shit about uh, what you think, how perfect you are. She doesn't care about how much success you have. She doesn't care about how much money you make. These things as a masculine man are highly important to you. Other men will respect you for these things. They will value you. They will tell you are the best. But she is here for something different. She is here for the highest and most awakened dance. And the most awakened dance has nothing to do with some materialistic stuff, it has nothing to do with your success or what you think is amazing. The highest dance is always a transcendence of where you are at currently. So you might think, oh, I'm so great, but the awakened dance is a transcendence of that. That is why the feminine is so confusing because it's always this transcendence of your current comfort zone. So you have to ascend, you have to transcend, and that only works with your heart, with your Depth with your con to deepen your relation to consciousness and not to think about some solutions. So you literally have to go against your own biology, and this is what it is. Her being irritated in the deepest essence is is inviting you to go against your own biology to transcend your current state of consciousness. No matter, no matter how deep and far you are. No matter how powerful you are, but to transcend even that. And this is the dance that keeps going and going. And if you find your comfort zone, an awakened woman will at a certain point leave you. Why? Because you are not doing the work. You have kind of started taking her for granted and you're like saying, oh, I'm happy where I am. This is like the worst thing. I'm happy where I am. Yes, you can be happy, but you always got to have that hunger for more enlightenment for more growth
1: you're actually making me a bit emotional and I I want to share something vulnerably that I don't really talk about on this podcast but um, I've always been somebody that in relationships I seem to keep pressing the buttons of where it hurts for the men and it's not because I want to agitate them it's not because I want to that they can never have a week off or it's not that I, I I think they should be perfect men. It's that I really feel where stuff is shaking inside of them and where they're not owning it. And somehow I find it almost impossible to accept that. So it's not that I'm, it's not again, that I'm agitating them, but there, I see it. I feel it so clearly, like something in you is shaking and you're not owning it and you're pretending it's fine. And so there's something in me and I've heard other women talk about this as well. Like, we feel so much. It's like we were building in house and I can feel where the foundation isn't there. And it takes so much of my attention. It's like, I constantly have like this laser focus on it. And, and I want you not to be a perfect guy. I don't want you to be finished or graduated from self-development school. I just want you to, to own it. And when I feel that you're not owning it, that's when I get agitated. That's when I get frustrated. That's when I, I, I keep, Needing to look at it with you. And so there's something I I very much recognize this in your story. And I almost want to just give the feminine perspective that it's almost a bodily experience of where your man isn't, isn't owning it. Yeah. And that it literally feels like we have a house that doesn't, the foundation hasn't been built properly. Hmm. And I feel that constantly in my body. And it's, and so it's not a like, look at where you're shitty. It's just literally the foundation of the house that we have together. And it's, it doesn't feel steady. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And it's, it's, it's really that it's, um, it's, um, she finds your blind spots. You find a man's blind spot because you are awakened. You, you are able to really trust your intuition and you, I mean, I'm just repeating what you already know, but you call him out on his bullshit. Yeah. Even though when no one wants to be called out on his bullshit. No. So it's very typical response. What the fuck? What the fuck? We just had a great day. Everything went amazing. And now you call me out. Why? But this is exactly what what, what you're calling him out on. It's this. It's his response to you calling him out.
1: Yes. Yes, (laughs) Fuck yes, yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. So I think my last question maybe for you is, is related to that is not to make it too personal, but the response that I've had over the last like two decades is you're too, you're too intense. You're too much. Like you're, it's too much. Um, I think my question is maybe more general than like, what do we do with this? That, that women are sometimes experience this too much. And I, I of course want to own it on the feminine side that we can un- unleash the hurricane without respecting who has to receive it and, and kind of doing it without consent and, and just vomiting it on somebody. So I, I, I do want to honor that part of what we have to own from the feminine side. But, you know, I can be completely excited one hour, completely collapse the other hour, completely horny the other one. Like it's, yes, it's who I am. And so what do we do with it? Or like maybe you can shine some light on from, from what does it mean when you're too much? Like why is that too much for certain men? what do we do with that?
0: When, he, when a man tells you that you are too much for him, he's basically telling you in 99% of the time or cases, he's basically telling you, I can't meet you at your intensity. Yeah. I am not there yet. So it's actually important for him to say that because it's an important point or two that, that you have to leave. At a certain point, if it happens again and again, it can happen sometimes, it's not black and white, mm-hmm. but it's really, you want a man who is able to match your level of intensity. You want him to be able to love you so deeply, even in your most ferocious storms. Now, again, this doesn't mean it's perfect and he's always, he's never collapsing. No, we're all going to fuck up at some points, but it's, it's about returning and restoring integrity afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. It's really important that you are with a woman or even if you can't measure intensity, then you have to train and get skillful at this. And if you still can't, you got to leave as a man as well, yeah. because it's obviously not the right woman. Why? Because you might need a little bit of a softer, a might more, let's say neutral woman. I don't know if that exists, but I mean, there are always degrees. Some women are just high temperament. It's like, bam, And maybe it's too much for you in your current state and you need a more, more earth, more water. And that's fine. But it's really important to own that and then to not stay in a relation and be like, I can't meet you. I can't meet you. And you're all the bomb crashing together all the time. This is what's called toxic relationship. This is the up and down all the time and no one is happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that you're speaking into this because I know for myself, a part of my journey and a lot of women that I speak to talk about this, that, You know i tried to suppress the intensity for years which caused burnout and depression and anxiety and whatnot because i had to suppress fire that was there anyways i'm now in a relationship and he he loves my intensity he's never overwhelmed and he's he's totally okay with moving with all of it and just to bring the awareness that there's nothing wrong with the men that couldn't handle my intensity but they maybe needed to be with a more softer woman and so instead of trying to suppress yourself to make it work Find somebody that can match, that can be with whatever your energy is, be it softer, be it more intense, because you, you deserve it. You deserve to for your life energy to flow as it needs to flow.
0: Yeah. And, and if I the whole love... day you
1: need to think like, I need I can't be angry. I can't be angry. I can't be sad. I can't be sad. You that's not a way to live. Yeah, what were you gonna say?
0: Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you here, but mm-hmm. um yeah, that's exactly it. You are As a woman, be your wildest self. Reveal your fullest intensity. At any moment, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Because the right man will come. It's the energy you put into the universe. And as a man as well, don't hold back. Be you. Be fierce. Be intense. And if someone finds that weird or strange, fuck him. Fuck him.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen on this mic drop, I think. And <laughs> this is a beautiful last sentence to our conversation. I want to thank you so much, Lauren, for for all your wisdom and your energy and your intensity and all of it, your very unique flavor in this. If um, people want to find out more about you, where can they find you?
0: Well, my main page is like you mentioned in the beginning. You can find me just on Instagram as at Laurin Kren. I have a podcast. You can find me as Awakened, the Awakened Masculinity Podcast, or simply type in Laurin Kren. YouTube as well, and I have a website. I'm gonna have a new website soon, but you can still. I have a website for to apply, where people can apply for coaching. Yeah, so you can basically find me everywhere. <laughs> just type in
1: Laurin Kren wherever you can. <laughs> <laughs> we can find you thank you so much lauren for your time and for thank being you a part of this conversation
0: thank you so much
1: thank you so much for listening that was good right if this made you say fuck yes please share this work with whoever needs to hear it please leave us a review or share this on your social media All of that really supports and helps to get the word out there on real conversations between the masculine and the feminine. And of course, if you'd like to learn more about me, you can best find me on my Instagram at sophiyosefina or my website sophiyosefina.com and both are with an S and P-H. And I have some exciting programs coming up for the end of 2020. We've just reopened the doors to the initiation, which is our men's group work led by, and wait for it, women it's an initiation into the healthy mature masculine from the feminine being called out and being called in by the feminine it's a truly powerful and unique container that has revolutionized the life of the men that went before so if you want to check this out head on over to my instagram there's a link in the bio As for the women, I have reopened the doors to my deep dive online course, Healing the Masculine, as well as just opened a VIP exclusive Mistress Mind, which is a group, a small group um, for those women that are ready to really go deeply into the feminine. So if any of that tickles your curiosity, do make sure to head on over to my Instagram and check out the links in the bio.